episode of Monsters of the Midway. My name's Dylan Bertles, as always, and uh, we're here to talk more about the Bears and uh, some more things um, that go along with their schedule and how they're looking right now and just some other things along those lines. Haven't done one in a while, uh, so don't have a whole lot to catch up on because there's not really a whole lot going with the Bears. But there's enough. So let's just hop right into it. Figured today we start off uh, talking about the remaining schedule. So the Bears are 3-6. and six. Just like I figured, uh, besides the win over the Raiders, which I you know didn't expect that one, because um, I even called that as a loss. Did not think we'd win that one, but we did. Um, but besides that, I've been right on... Uh, what games they would win and how I thought they were going to play, yada yada yada. So right now they're three and six, which I thought they'd be around two and seven, but uh, three and six is still bad enough. So this Sunday we have the Ravens. Not great, guys. Not great. Uh, little stat to throw out there toward you guys, if you guys didn't know. Lamar Jackson is 25-2 and two, uh, against teams that he plays for the first time. And this is the first time in his NFL career that he will have, or that he will be playing in the Chicago Bears. So, not looking great for the home team. Not looking great for us, uh, considering he's 25-2. and two. He's also another terror. I know they just lost to Miami. Um, but Miami's defense was playing outrageous. And that offense can score a little better than ours. And that's our main problem is we can't score, so our defense just stays on the field and gets trampled. So we play the Ravens. That'll be a loss. And then we have a short week, and we play the Lions on Thanksgiving. Uh, that'll be a win. I don't really care how bad you guys are. I don't think really anyone can lose to... The Detroit Lions right now. I know the Steelers tied with them, but uh, they also had Mason Rudolph as their QB, and he is trash, like big time dog water. He's terrible. He's never been that good. I he, I don't even think he's a good backup. I, to be honest, I don't even know why he's playing, or why they still keep him on their roster. He is not good at all, and uh, he proves it. Time and time again, whenever he plays, I mean, the Lions are ranked last in everything in defense and offense. So, I, I mean, I don't even know why they have him on there. They could, they could have, <laughs> they could go get a different backup, someone who can actually throw the ball, make good decisions. I know Big Ben's not that great, but that game really showed how important Big Ben is uh, to them winning football games. I know he likes to throw 10-yard passes because his arm's, you know, like a deflated football now. But at least he can get the ball to the receivers. And they were winning football games. So uh, I think that'll be an easy win um, for the Bears. Then after that, we play the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals have not been playing that great. 
but Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins have both been out the last two weeks, I believe. Um, they won the first week without him. James Conner went on a tear. James Conner had a good week last week, too. But Carolina kind of just really put it on him. Carolina's defense is really good this year. It's, I mean, they've been up and down, but for the most part, their their defense is their defense is really good, and they kind of just really got off to a strong start. Cam Newton made a really strong point when he got in, scored a touchdown. I think he ended up scoring two. He's not going to be the remaining starter for you know the season for now for for them, but they really put it on the Cardinals. I don't think that really makes the Cardinals a bad team. I think every team kind of just has games where they don't play well or they get off to a bad start. And it's too much to uh, come back from. I think at one point in time they were losing like 24 to 0. So I don't really see that happening with the Bears. Um, our offense just can't score. So and the Cardinals have a pretty good defense themselves. And I'm sure, I'm pretty sure Kyle Murray is coming back this week. D Hop, I'm sure, will be back this week. So um, by then, three weeks from now, uh, he should be back to healthy uh, 100%. And it's probably not going to be a good outing for the Bears. It'll probably be pretty comparable to the Tampa Bay game. I think we might score more than three points, but losing 38-3, to I think uh, it'll probably be pretty close to that. Uh, then we got the Packers again. You can mark that up as a loss. Uh, I know the first game we were really close with them. It pretty much came down to like end of the third, fourth quarter-ish, you know, beginning of the uh, fourth quarter-ish. But Aaron Rodgers, uh, he pretty much owns the Bears. I mean, the record, uh, you can just go look his record up against the Bears. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. The dude's a freak of nature. Um, so I, I'm going to go ahead and mark that one up as a loss. I don't think we're going to come back from, from that. I don't expect to speak the Packers anytime soon. For the remaining years until we kind of get our offense figured out, mostly the offense line, but until we can score points, uh, teams that are in that caliber like the Packers, I don't really see us beating. Not saying we can't beat them. Um, you know, heated games like that in the uh, you know in the division, uh, they tend to be a little closer. But uh, just the way the Packers are playing, and like I said, it's Aaron Rodgers. Um, I mean, sometimes these games are close for the most part, but the Packers usually always end up pulling away. So you can go ahead and mark that one up as a loss, and I don't think anyone's going to disagree with me. They play the Vikings. They play them twice uh, in about a four-week span. Uh, we play them uh, yeah, twice in a four-week span. One of the games is the very last game of the year. Uh, I'm pretty sure... In one of my episodes in the beginning of the year, I said we beat them twice. I don't know if that's going to happen. I think we might split it. They're playing really good football, and they are they are just better than what they seem, to be honest. Uh, the defense is playing a little better. Uh, the defense, I feel like, is why they're losing games, or what, you know why they've lost a lot of games. They just can't stop teams from scoring. The offense, I think, does a pretty decent job. I mean, Kirk Cousins has his ups and downs or whatever. You know, he's not like a super elite quarterback, but he is pretty good. So I think we're going to split these. Uh, I want to say we're going to win both. I just, man, I just don't think that's going to happen. 
So if I had to say which one we're going to win, I think it'll be this one. Win this game. And uh, I don't think it'll be a lot. A three-point game, touchdown game. It'll be a one-score game, I think, either way. Then after that, we'll play the Seahawks. Seahawks have one of the worst defenses in the NFL. I think we could put up some points on them. But like I said previously a hundred times, our offense can't really score like that. Uh, they have a really bad defense, so I think we have a chance to put up some points. But I don't think it'll be enough to topple the Seahawks. I think they probably come in and score 24 to 30 points. It'll probably almost be like a Packers game where we lost 24 to 14. I feel like it'll kind of be somewhere in that range. I don't think we're going to come in and put up 30 points on the Seahawks. Unless something just absolutely changes. You know, like our offensive line actually blocks for fields. Uh, we continue to get the run game going. Fields can actually throw the ball. He has the time. Our receivers are catching the ball. And our defense is making stops. I don't see all that happening. So I, I say we lose that game. Like I said, probably similar to the Packers earlier in the year. Like a 24-14 to 14 game. Then after that, we play the Giants. Um, the Giants are actually not bad. They're better than what their record seems, but I still do think we beat them. Um, I just, the defense, I don't think it's as good as what people, you know, actually I don't think it's as good as what they thought it was going to be. Um, so I, I think it's a close game, closer than what I was like, but I do think we beat the Giants. And then the last game of the season, we have the Vikings. That's probably if we're gonna lose one, it'll that'll probably be the game that we lose. So I, I think we finish uh, between the two. I I think we finish either seven and ten or uh, like six and eleven ish, somewhere around there. You know, I I don't I don't think we finish any better than that. I'd be surprised if we win more than six games. So. Um, so somewhere around there, six and 11, seven and 10, I kind of hope we lose more of these games than what I'm saying. Uh, you know, lose to the Vikings twice, lose to the Giants, try to get a better, you know, a higher first round draft pick for next year. I mean, regardless of the way the season's going, we're going to get a first round draft pick. Um, should be a, a, a decent one, maybe. Um, I know we gave up a lot for Justin Fields. I'll have to go back and look up, you know, exactly what we gave up. But, I mean, we just really need to do something with our offensive line, so the more picks, the better. But, yeah, right now we have a record 3-6. and six. I said we finished 6-11, and 7-10. and 10. I'm going to go ahead and lean more towards 6-11. and 11. And that's, for me, that's even pushing it. It's just the offense is killing us, guys. They're just not not great at all. Defense is, is being pressured. They're they're hurting. You know, when you're on the field constantly, it's 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 just it's hard to try to stay motivated. Um, our defense, surprisingly, we rank in the top 15. We're 14th, which I kind of think I I had us ranked at anyways. But 14th is what we're ranked, which is, you know, not bad considering everything. 
But this, you know, our defense isn't what isn't what's killing us. You know, it only looks that way because they're on the field about 85% of the time. Our offense ranks 28th. So, I mean, <laughs> that, that should be all there really is to tell you. It's not, uh, it's not great, guys. You know, I, I got some numbers here for you. So, Justin Fields, as of right now, he's 111 for 187. So, he's he, he's thrown 187 passes. He's completed 111 of them with a completion rate of 59.4%. Not great, not terrible Um, you know, for a rookie. He only has 1,282 yards. So, you know, they're not really pushing the ball. Um, he's averaging about 6.9 yards. A throw, I think I saw he was averaging like 174 yards a game or something like that. Uh, he has four touchdowns, eight interceptions. But here's the big thing, guys. He's been sacked 29 times. 29. Let that sink in for a minute. 29 times. Pretty sure that makes him the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. And he didn't play the first three games. Rarely, you know, he, he he had some he had some little trick packages they put him in or whatever. But I'm pretty sure you know he didn't really play the first three or four games. So and he's been sacked 29 times. That's pretty demoralizing to a brand new QB, a rookie at that. You know, you're trying to come in and work hard and do your thing, but when the offensive line isn't doing anything for you and you're getting pressured constantly. Hands in your face, skies in your face, you know, and you're getting sacked 29 times. That's a that's a hard feat to to roll over. Um, it's just it's sad to see. I don't really want to ruin the kid, you know. He's he's supposed to be our savior, which I think he is. He's made a lot of progress these past few weeks. I'm gonna get into that too. But he's been sacked 29 times. And another thing is we wasted a franchise tag on Allen Robinson. And I love Allen Robinson. Best receiver on the team. But we're not throwing the ball at all. I don't know. Andy Dalton wasn't even really throwing the ball. So I don't know if if it's the packages that we're running or if, you know, maybe Justin is just getting blitzed so bad. You know, he's just trying – he's just doing a check down and, and – and, and, you know, releasing the ball off quick. But uh, Allen Robinson has 30 catches on 50 targets. So through 10 weeks, I guess, you know, they had a bye. So through their nine games, he's only got 50 balls thrown his way. He's caught 30 of them. He has 339 yards total and a touchdown. He's averaging 37.7 yards a game. That is it. 37 yards a game. We wasted a franchise tag on this guy. I think we paid him, like, what, like $16.9 million or $16.1 million, something like that. He he is the guy on our team. Like, he is the receiver. He is that, he is that dude. And we are literally not feeding him the ball. Now, I'm happy that Justin Fields is creating some chemistry with Darnell Mooney, who I think is going to be outstanding. I've said it before. I'll say it again. He's going to be great. Okay. But we have Allen Robinson. I don't know why we're not throwing him the ball more. 37 yards a game? 
I mean, I understand he's probably getting double teamed, you know, sometimes or whatever, but like you got to find a way to get your playmakers the ball. Okay. Same thing with David Montgomery. All right. He only has like 382 yards rushing. Now he was hurt. So I think he'd have way more than that. He was gone for those, you know, for those few weeks. But like when he came back, we fed him the ball instantly. Like he was getting fed, man. We were just, we were giving the ball. We got to find a way to get our playmakers the ball. And Allen Robinson is one of those guys. One touchdown the whole year, 339 yards total in the whole year, 37 yards a game average on the whole year. That's not going to cut it. That is not a guy who's making 16.9 or $16.1 million. That's He's going to be gone after this year if we don't change something in the second half. I, I guarantee he's not going to want to sign anything. He has way too much talent to be wasting it here in Chicago. Got to find a way to get your playmakers the ball. Got to. Got to do something. All right. I know we have a young team. We got like Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet. Like we got young guys, but like he's the veteran man. You know. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I, I could keep saying it a hundred times, but you know, it's not they're gonna listen or anything. Got to find a way to get your playmakers the ball. All right. We do a good job throwing the ball. I know we got a rookie quarterback. Some of these things, blah 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 blah. We have Allen Robinson. The dude can go up, throw the ball. The the dude, he he can contest for the ball, man. Throw the ball in the air. Let him do some, let him do his thing. Let him use his ability. All right. He's got some hops. He's got some hands. Let him fight for it. You know, we're just not we're not even throwing it in his direction. We got to get this man the ball. Get your playmakers the ball, Chicago. You gotta do something, man. We got we we gotta change it up the second half. We're three and six. What else we got to lose? Nothing. You know, we have the third toughest schedule in the NFL. I I, you know, I read it off to you: Ravens, Lions, Cardinals, Packers, Vikings, Seahawks, Giants, Vikings. That's not an easy schedule, man. And a lot of those teams are playing good. The only bad team that I read off is the Lions. Ravens got Lamar Jackson, big baller. Live in, uh, Lions are dog water, trash. Worst team in the NFL, garbage. Probably won't even win a game. Uh, Cardinals, super good. Kyler Murray, MVP candidate. Probably will win it all. Dude's outrageous. Offense is crazy. Defense is great. Packers, Aaron Rodgers, MVP candidate. They got Aaron Jones. I know he's hurt. He's only going to be hurt for like a week or two. You got A.J. Dillon. The kid's an animal. His quads the size of some people's faces, dude. Okay? Dude's an animal. Devontae Adams, good defense is playing great. Offense is outstanding. Vikings, playing better than what their record is. Dalvin Cook's insane. Justin Jefferson, freaking crazy. Adam Thielen's freaking crazy. Tight end Tyler Conklin, freaking crazy. All right, offense is playing well. Defense is playing better. They're picking it up. Seahawks just got Russell Wilson back. Looked terrible, but, I mean, it was cold. Sure's finger hurt. He's going to play better. He's going to be doing better by this time. they the Seahawks. It's Russell Wilson. Okay? That's the first time he's ever been shut out in 10 years. It's the first time Seahawks have ever been shut out in 10 years while having Russell Wilson as quarterback. That's a pretty impressive stat. I think they'll be fine. Giants, actually playing pretty decent. Okay? By that time, Saquon Barkley will be back. Sure, he'll be healthy enough. He was doing fine before he rolled his ankle. Okay? And if it wouldn't have been for COVID, he would have been back a couple weeks ago. So, that offense is doing just fine. The defense is bad, but not terrible. Okay? And then you got the Vikings again. So, these guys are outrageous, man. We have the third hardest schedule. We're, all right, we're already 3-6, and six, Chicago. You know, we can't really 
can't really do any worse, okay? So we got to figure something out. Got to get Allen Robinson the ball. We got to we got to continuously move the ball. These little five yard, ten yard passes ain't gonna work. You know, we need to go to Justin Fields and figure out what plays you know he wants to run. And I think that's what they've been doing these past couple weeks. And I'll get into that here in a second. Um, let's go. Uh, so the Bears, we did look good against the Packers. Like I said, it was a close game for the most part. Um, you know, but Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. He made that pretty, pretty clear. Um, so we looked good against the Packers, so we showed a little effort. I liked that. I liked what I saw out of that. Um, we were real bad with Tampa Bay. What did you expect? I know we beat them last year. This is a whole different team. Um, they haven't looked good as of late, but when they played us, they looked pretty, pretty damn good. So, you know, Tom Brady was on his stuff. Leonard Fournette was on his stuff. Defense absolutely killed us when they scored three points. Fields' best game was against the 49ers. That was when Matt Nagy was out, for all you guys who don't know. Matt Nagy had COVID. Defensive coordinator stepped up, ran that game. That was Fields' best game until we until we played the Steelers this past, you know, this past, the last Monday. So... Um, he was great, man. He looked real good. Uh, I think he had like 107 yards rushing and a touchdown, uh, you know, against the 49ers. He looked great, man. They were running plays. You could tell he felt more comfortable. They were running plays that made him feel comfortable. Um, he was, he, he was in a rhythm. It wasn't like he was disrupted. So that I was really happy to see that. He actually made progress that game. He came, played the Steelers. That was his best game to date. We were losing 20 to six. We came back. We lost 20, you know, 27, 26 or whatever it was. That was Justin Fields' best game. Um, he did decent throwing the ball. He, you know, he ran the ball, you know, as he always does on the ground. He looked real good rushing the ball. I, I feel like they have went to Justin and they've asked him what players are going to work for him and what aren't. And I don't know why they didn't do this from the very beginning of the season. They should have brought in some Ohio State packages, you know, some stuff that he ran in college and brought it to him. Like, hey, man, what do you want to run? You know, what are you comfortable with? Especially throwing him out there like this. They didn't do it at the beginning of the season, but I guess it's better late than never. You could tell he's been more comfortable these past couple weeks playing the 49ers, playing the Steelers. He's looked more comfortable in the pocket, um, you know, with what time he has to throw because that offensive line is so bad. But he looks more comfortable in the pocket. Um, he's a great rusher, which we already knew. But he's making, you know, smarter decisions. Um we we just he's got to move the ball a little more, you know. We we, we got to figure a way to get the ball at the field because these little five yard passes, ten yard passes, um, aren't cutting it when you know we're completing three or four and then going three and out. So we got to find a way to push the ball. But uh, on a positive note, these past couple weeks he's looked real good against Steelers, 49ers, against two decent defenses. Um, so I was really happy to see that. I was really happy to see him. Uh, push the tempo, especially later in the game against that, you know, against that Steelers defense. It's not easy against, you know, against that front four and their linebackers, and they do, they really do have a good secondary. So I was really happy to see him push the tempo like that. Um, it it makes me more confident seeing the progress that he's making. So I'm real happy with that. And that game with the Steelers, the defense and the offensive line were real bad with penalties. I mean, it was bad, man. It was more so defense, but there was a lot of calls that I just I didn't agree with. We had 12 penalties for like 120 yards. There was a lot of calls in that game that were just terrible. There was a lot of roughing the passer calls on our defense, 
But the Steelers would do the same thing to us, and it would not get called. So I really don't know what the refs were looking at. Uh, the taunting penalty, that really killed us. I figure, I think we would have won that game if it wasn't for um, for that ta- for that, that taunting penalty. Uh, Cassius Ware, or whatever his name is. You know, the refs need to let these guys play ball. They're getting paid millions of dollars. I understand you don't want to go over to their face and, blah, blah, you know, all that stuff in their face and, and taunt and show off. But the refs need to let these guys play ball. He 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 was yards away from the sideline. Okay, he he made the play. He walked about five to ten yards toward the sideline. He flexed his muscles and he walked back. And they flew. They you know they threw a flag. And the ref hip checked him. So and it wasn't until after that hip check that the ref threw the flag. I'm not saying he did it on purpose. Just kind of a coincidence that the ref hip checks him and then the flag goes up and he you know does it for taunting. He he didn't throw the flag after he flexed on him. Or when he walked that direction, he threw the flag after the hip check took place. So I just find that as a little bit of a coincidence. Didn't really like it. Uh, but refs need to let these guys play ball. I mean, you know, the the refs pretty much decided that game. I was not happy at all. Uh, Nagy still needs to go. He's not the answer. I know I kind of talked high on him. I You know, I still do like the guy. He's just not it. Um, the scenario I have, the only way Nagy stays, and this is a lot, this is how bad he's messed up. Um, the only way Nagy stays is if the Bears went out in the second half, Fields continues to make progress and looks great, they make the playoffs and win a game. I honestly think it takes all of that for Nagy to stay. I don't think anything less cuts it. He's going to have to win out the second half. Fields is con- going to continue to have to make progress and look good. We have to make the playoffs, and we have to win a game. I don't think anything less Nagy stays. He's gone. That is the only way he stays. And that is a lot, like I said. And so that means we have to beat the Ravens, the Lions, the Cardinals, the Packers, the Vikings twice, the Seahawks, and the Giants. Don't think that's going to happen, guys. I really don't. So, yeah, the only way Nagy stays is... In my opinion, the only way I think he stays is uh, the Bears have to go undefeated the second half. we got to beat the Ravens, Lions, Cardinals, Packers, Vikings twice, the Seahawks, and the Giants. Fields has to continue to make the progress that we've seen these last these last couple weeks. We have to make the postseason, and we have to win a game. And uh, that's not going to happen. So I think the more likely scenario is the Bears lose a few more games. A few more, a lot more. We lose a few more games. I think Fields is going to continue to show good progress, um, especially with the packages that they're running him in right now. I think uh, he's going to show more progress, but we're going to fall short of the postseason, obviously. I don't even think we're going to be really contenders in it. Um, And Nagy will be fired. So I think that's a more likely scenario. Bears, you know, lose more games. Then we win a few. I think we lose more games than we win the second half. Um, Fields continues to make progress, fall short of the postseason, you know, start rebuilding again next year. But I think Nagy, that, that is a more likely scenario. Um, that, that is, that is a more likely scenario. And then Nagy will be gone. I really don't know who our next coach will be. I don't really don't know. He's even out there. I know I talked about, uh, the Ravens offensive coordinator, I believe it was uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, I would really like to see him. I don't know if he's going to make himself available or whatnot. I would really like to see him. Um, but, yeah, Nagy will be gone. Ryan Pace probably needs to go at some point in time, too. Um, he hasn't really made the best decisions um, for the team. 
Um, but yeah. So, like I said, Nagy only stays if we went out, make the playoffs. Uh, but like I said, we'll probably we'll probably win three games out of the remaining eight. So that's that. That's just kind of where it's at. Um. You know, I'll get more into stuff, you know, when there's more to talk about. Bears uh, play this week against the Ravens this Sunday, and then we have a short turnaround on Thanksgiving. So um, at least I get to watch my Bears play on Thanksgiving. As long as we don't lose the Lions, if we lose the Lions, I, I'll, I'll probably just give up at that point in time. But um, it'll be a uh, – should be a good week for football. I'm excited. But that's all I really got for um, – the Monster of the Midway podcast, along with the Bears. Um, I know I covered a lot of stuff in a, in a quick amount of time. I only get 30 minutes with you guys. But uh, hopefully I went over a lot. Hopefully you guys understood most of it. Hopefully you guys kind of like what I'm doing. Uh, I really, you know, If there's any feedback, you know, please give it to us or whatever. You know, with a variety of sports, uh, sports talk. Find us on Apple Podcasts now or Spotify, whatever you guys have to listen to. Please give us... Uh, you know, some likes, follows. You can find us on Facebook, all that good stuff. But uh, that's all I got. Um, so until next time, this was another episode of Monster of the Midway. I'm Dylan Bertles. Um, look forward to talking to you guys next time. I hope you guys have a happy and very safe Thanksgiving. Um, thank you guys, and have a good, uh, good holiday, good rest of your day. Oh, thank you.